crazy monday forgive me forgive me just a lot going on um so today like so i want to start off uh i've been kind of as i always say been going down the rabbit hole of the economy between inflation um the housing market and things of that nature and this is my long view of you know some of the stuff i've been looking into um as far as how the economy is shifting how the economics are, are playing out and kind of like some of the things that you should kind of be aware of. But my thing is, um, we shouldn't, we should find ways to position ourselves to win no matter where the economy shifts, if that makes sense. What I mean. So recessions happen, stock market crashes or goes down, not even crashes, but drops we should look at what's look at the um opportunity good morning deborah look at opportunities instead of fearing you know of course we get biblical god didn't give us a spirit of fear um so we have to position ourselves and see how can i take advantage of each moment right um corona hit you were stuck in the house instead of feeling like you're stuck in the house it gave you a moment of peace. You know, some people realize, oh my goodness, people do stuff on Saturdays, you know, because either job shifts, you know, people start doing stuff on Sundays, you know, churches closing, and turning into opportunities instead of moments of complaints, you know, and, and that's how we have to look at a lot of things in life, right? So the economy is like one small part of it, but I kind of want you to begin to pivot Right, be in a space where you can pivot to see the best that's happening out there instead of you know, because constant both oh my gosh, the recession is coming, the recession is coming, you know, and it's always fear what they call the fear mongering, you know, it's always getting you to see the worst in everything. You know, last time, you know, oh my gosh, prices are going up. You know, like it's always going to be something to be afraid of if you if you're looking at it wrong. So today I kind of, you know, as the economy is shifting, right, looking at the housing market, they were saying, um, well, they as far as like some economists and some very well researched YouTubers um, were saying that uh, like the housing market is, is definitely going to get <laughs> I know it's my bad, my bad. I didn't, I didn't take care of it properly. So everyone's gonna get the text alert after the show. Uh, that's that's it's all on me. Can't even put it on my tech service. Um, but you know how things are shifting and panning out when it comes to the economy. We have to be aware of changing situations, right? So like I said, the housing mar market. They were saying. It's not going to be like the 06, 07, but there may be a severe drop in pricing um, based on just basically how they're handling, you know, we got Wall Street handling real estate again. That's what happened last time. But they're just a lot of inflated pricing, uh, right? I just thank God that I'm blessed to be right paying things, right? Um, and we just have to, Stay aware, you know, of course, prayed up, but be aware of what's happening around you, right? And find ways to pivot so that you're not overtaken by something that's bad. Rather, you're positioned to capitalize on the shifting economy, if that makes sense. Because too many times we as, you know, uh, middle classers and lower we're always the victims of the shifting economy. You know, we're always at the mercy of when things change. And I think the reason we are because we don't watch enough and position ourselves to capitalize when things happen. You know, the wealthy are always positioned either way. 
um, you know, like if you look at 06 again, you know, that things were going bad. They could they called, you know, direct line to the government. Hey, we need a bailout. You know, they got direct connection when things get bad or the, or the worst is happening. And if you look, even though the hugest or the, the biggest companies have closed, the people that were at the top of these companies, they ain't necessarily go broke. <laughs> you know, like they ain't necessarily really lose everything. They just lost a lot of credibility, if anything. You know, they pivoted and probably had money in other spaces. So they're, they're just fine. You know, other than those like Enron that was handling things illegally, you know, and it's it's just those moments. That's when it really goes bad for them because they get caught and now you're about to go to jail. Um, but outside of that, you know, just mishandling or making bad decisions, they always in a position to pivot. And that's the way we need to be in a space to pivot in a space to understand what's really happening around us and being able to capitalize on each and every moment, you know, when I was uh, back, back, like I said, the 07, even 08, 09, you know, stock market market was going down. Oh my gosh, my full 1K. You know, the idea is if you're still contributing into your 401k, that's great because now you're paying less for stocks, the bonds, you know, the, the, the index funds than you would prior to. So now your money's actually going to move faster when the the market goes back up because it's always a rebound in every sector. There's always a rebound. There's always a rebound. <laughs> what goes down always goes back up. And we have to stop living in a state of emergency and start being aware of what's going on. You know, being mindful. I think a lot of times, especially as African-Americans, we are so accustomed, accustomed to living in survival mode. You know, I gotta, I gotta make sure I can survive, you know, instead of finding a way to capitalize on opportunities to flourish, to do better, to do more. Um, and, and that is what I kind of want to, to dig into this first part of the, the show, because, you know, there's so much fear and contention and, you can get restless, you know, and some things, some things are isolated. We just have to be aware of what's happening around us and, and knowing the direction of our country, knowing what's influencing us as well as others. We have to be mindful of these things because if we are taking our eyes off the ball, if we taking our eyes off the focus, you know, you get so caught up in the rabbit holes of arguments and dissension and forget about your purpose. Forget about what you're trying to really accomplish. Um, I don't I don't know, like, so I want to shift it a little bit. So I was talking about the economy. Um, there's this thing that I, I kind of found out probably a couple of days ago with the wake of um, this, this Buffalo tragedy um, called the replacement theory. Uh, and it's dealing with, as as Tucker Carlson, yeah, yeah, that Tucker Carlson has put it, basically, in his words, you know, and I, it's always unfortunate. Sometimes you like you read into it, but uh, the the Democrats are trying to get more illegals or more people of other descents into the country so they can stack the deck. And that's that's the paraphrasing um, while the Americans are getting less and less. So other, you know, races or other uh, cultures have an opportunity to overtake the in the, sense, the voting block. Right. Ron says people have to learn to adopt and stretch. Stretching creates uncomfortable space, but also creates growth. Man, man, that. And, and so with this replacement theory, we've got to be watching. We've got to be mindful. And this isn't a partisan conversation. This is more of just being aware. Um, 
and a lot of people have taken what Tucker Carlson to heart. And when you're, you know, when you hear what you want to hear in a conversation, and I'm not even saying that he didn't mean the way to incite folks like the Buffalo Massacre. So I'm not, I am not saying that dude is innocent. He needs to be fired for a lot of stuff he said. You can go on YouTube and, and find out. <laughs> this man just, he needs, he needs to be gone. But, um, there are, you know, there are people lighting fires, um, to, to make people, you know, to encourage people to do things that are heinous and, and vicious in order to get a certain, you know, a result or change the, the dynamics of our country and things of that nature. Um, but the thing is we can't, we just gotta be mindful but not operate in fear, if that makes sense. You know, knowing where you live, knowing what you can do to protect your family, do that thing, but don't live in fear. You know, a lot of, a lot of times when incidents happen, you know, it can change our trajectory. Like I'm focused on this. I'm trying to make this thing happen, build up my family, uh, create a legacy and then tragedy strikes. And now, I stop, you know, it's not that you should stop. It's just, you should be mindful and just be aware, you know, and watch, um, you know, my kids are very like most kids, anti news, but I always showed them certain things because I know my wife says sometimes like, here we go with the murders, you know, you gotta get getting past the murders and, and it's just, it, it gets bad because news, you know, like the sensation lies, get you, grip you, get your attention. And unfortunately, tragedy was the, the, the train wreck theory. Everyone likes to see a good train wreck. You know, no one wants nobody hurt. But when you see a train wreck, if he sees something happening, it's like you can't keep your eyes off of it. And with that, you know, we just got to be in a, a position to pivot. You know, good morning, good morning. <laughs> I know I failed, I failed. <laughs> I appreciate you guys holding me to task. Listen, um, and my, my podcast people, I send out a text every single morning. And this morning I got thrown off a little bit. Um, just, just one of the Monday mornings that just got thrown off and I forgot to send it out. And I was trying to send out during the intro or whatever. It just was moving really, 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 really slow. Um, so I couldn't, I didn't want to jack up the show too much for a notification. So you guys, if you're seeing the notification now, I know I'm not live. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so getting back. So just it's it's there's there's a I won't even say there's a shifting happening in, in the country per se. I think we're just getting more aware of the nuances of what everyone is thinking. You know, whereas before things stayed in a certain pockets of the country that we really didn't see or know about. But with the advent of social media, uh, everyone having a, a camera on their phone or, you know, in their pocket and have it available all the time, you know, cause think about your life, you know, even when you were young, think about the stuff that could have got filmed <laughs> that the world would know now, you know, um, so everything gets seen and it's good. Exposure is good because now we get to see, what's more prevalent around the country as opposed to, oh, this is just a rarity. It doesn't happen much or often. And at the same time, though, the unfortunate part of it, like even um, some of the, 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 the acts of, of police overstepping their bounds and murdering some you know people, um, you know, statistically you might look and it may not be much, but there's still... But you're noticing what I've noticed is a pattern happens in certain areas. <laughs> so it's like hey, it's not happening a lot, but yeah, but it's happening a lot in this area. You know, even uh with uh Baltimore, um and where George Floyd was at, there were issues happening in there. Um, even with Mike Brown, issues with the police there. So it's like an exposure. You know, when it gets blown up and you realize, oh, man, this is a problem in this area. So it's not just about bad cops. It's about 
a bad town. All right, all the way from Kenki, by way of Japan, now in Georgia, Pastor Brian A. McCrory Sr. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. What's happening? What's happening? It is Monday. It is Monday. Yes. All right. So I kind of talked about a few things. Um, I don't know if you've uh, heard about the, well, you watch Fox from time to time, so I'm sure you heard the replacement theory. <laughs> yes, we going there this morning. <laughs> and, yeah. and then I've been um, scrolling Twitter more often. Twitter's an interesting place. And if you're on Twitter, I know it's funny. Twitter's one of those things that I'm sure a lot of people have the app but rarely click on it or go to it unless someone someone says something specific. But lately, I've been kind of trolling Twitter because, um, you know, you put a put a headline at the top of the search and you get to see everyone who mentioned a particular phrase. It comes up. So I did replacement theory and then I, um, I stumbled upon <laughs> some, some accounts that pretty much, you know, were agreeing about the replacement theory as well as uh some <laughs> like it, it really it it man i started just cracking up you know white people like look i bet you if they white they're gonna tell them that they white you know like <laughs> you know back in the day <laughs> i'm like hmm that's interesting they don't mention who they are if they if they're not white because that's what they were saying they're like if they're not white they don't say who they are i was like hmm isn't that a turn of the tables <laughs> so it's just i was like you know it's it's you know y'all media you know used to be us every time it's like they would just say suspect <laughs> You're like oh they must not be black <laughs> you know like well now now they they're hesitant to say black because they won't they don't want us to to complain that they're highlighting the fact that they're black right so right. they're hesitant to, to say it yeah. now uh right. But you know, listen. If you're if you're getting anywhere near this this Buffalo shooting, as sad as that is, as tragic as that is, and my heart goes out to every family that was impacted by this heinous act. I just, it's just amazing that these things continue to happen. But we recognize that the evils of the world are waxing worse and worse. But what's interesting right. is when you consider Kyle Rittenhouse was essentially made a celebrity, right? Right. traveling exactly. across state lines right and 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 what was listed as self-defense right killed somebody right and so he became part of the GOP campaign trade right. they used right. him as a strategy so when when you're pushing and promoting that type of outcome then you are giving people encouragement to go and do likewise. So you consider you you cannot consider the Buffalo shooting surprising when Kyle Rittenhouse is being flown around the world and getting paid to speak right. at events. Everybody wants to be famous and they feel like all they gotta do is kill some black folks. Right. Or kill some minorities. Right. So who are the real terrorists? The people out there committing the acts? Or the people spewing the information. Right. I agree. Because the last time I checked, it's politicians that are doing that. Right. It is. It is. Um, I'm trying to remember the senator that said it. It was a, a lady. It's in my head. Man, I, I got to start writing the names down. But she, <laughs> she basically wrote, like, on Twitter, Twitter again. Um, there are more black babies being aborted than that were killed in Buffalo. Right. And that was, that was on the Twitter. That was her Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, yeah, I, right. <laughs> right. And, and what's their point, right? Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm, Yeah. It's the, like, the Roe v. Wade, that's a whole nother conversation. 
Right. Indeed. You know, and, and you have to wonder what the real goal is in preventing abortion. I, right. I believe that a woman's body belongs to her. Yes. Uh, her and, and whoever helped her create that life. I think they work those things out. But at the end of the day, it is it's her body. Now, I'm not supposed to talk like that as a as a pastor. Right. Right. Uh, so let me. Is it can can pastors take their their hat off? Can uh, I take no. the pastor hat off for a second? <laughs> You're all one and the same. It's all so good. I'm not caught up in the tradition of the, of the institution of the church. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely agree with that. Definitely. Hundred percent. Um. So yeah, it, it's. I don't know. Like. I don't know. I. I I think a lot of the, the like I said, the shifting. It's it's no. It, like I said, it's always a lot of stuff has always been here, you know, and it's just it's all getting spotlighted now. Um, people are more bold, a lot bolder to say how they feel or what's on their mind. Um, and it's, it's people funny. like who? Uh, people like who? Because I don't see uh, minorities out there being emboldened, right? I don't see that. That's true. I don't see a pro-black movement. Mm. I see a Black Lives Matter. Right. But I don't see a pro-black movement. I don't see a all black or nothing. I don't see we are the original. I don't see people promoting that. I don't I don't hear that out there. That's cool. <laughs> no, judgment answer. <laughs> We are not to judge. Right. Right. Indeed. Um, so you don't feel like, uh, oh, you don't feel like you've seen the emboldening of like another. Who's pushing black supremacy? Some might say Farrakhan. Is it? <laughs> some might say. Some might say. Uh, some yeah. might say, but I'm asking you, who's, who's pushing, pushing black who, who supremacy? Who have I seen? Personally, um, not not recent. It's been a while, like that. I've seen anybody really stepping up and getting that level of attention, like even as Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, even getting that level of attention. Um, uh, what's his name? RZA, not RZA. You know what I'm talking about? The um, the Muslim. See how uh, hard you're having to work. I know the figure. <laughs> Right, you're right. Now, you're who's right. pushing white supremacy? Take your pick. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So, I mean, so are you saying that we need more coming from our side? No, or I'm not saying to? that. Okay. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm saying the, the reality is I'm, I'm happy to not see it. What, what, I'm, what I want people to recognize is we are the human race. What I want people to recognize is why you're talking about white power and white supremacy and all of that. Do your scientific research on the birth of the of the of birth of a nation, not the not the movie, not the right. documentary, right, right, the Bible, right. Go back in the scripture and look at the color of the skin of where everything originates. Right. What does science tell you about being where, where all color comes from? Because it don't start with white, right? Right. So let me let me ask you this then. So, and that's not to say that one race is better, because we all one race, regardless right. of our shade, color, creed, mm -hmm. nationality. So again, I know I'm not like I'm how being do, too too general. How do yeah? How do how do we how do we combat? How do we what 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 should we do? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Like the I because you you talk about the other side, right? The more the pro black movement. You know, like I said, we haven't had a rise in in that in a long time. I mean, I mean, Black Lives Matter was probably like the closest that we've seen in a long time to actually shifting attention onto us. Um, 
for for a season. Um, even getting, you know, with the George Floyd um, tragedy, the, you know, companies stepping up and actually saying something. Um, yeah, but George Floyd gets killed in public view mm-hmm. on a global stage. Right. And we're talking about what he had in his system. Right. Right. Never mind the knee on the neck. Right. Never mind the screams. Right. Never mind the the barricade of, of four police officers protecting him while he killed that man. Right. We want to know what he had in his system. What type of a threat he was to a man who had his knee on his neck and the man couldn't move but he was a threat. Right. I'm saying, you know, we, we go through all this stuff. Uh, we, we see it time and time again, you know, uh, L Duncan posted something on Twitter and I normally don't comment on Twitter, but she, <laughs> she posted something. Okay. And it was just dealing with this Buffalo shooting. And I'm saying, you know, why are we surprised? I, my family, we just had this conversation. Right. We joked about it. We went out to dinner on Mother's Day, and, and my daughters were like, oh, you can't sit there because that puts daddy's back to the door. And you know how daddy is. He don't want his back to the door. Right, right. I don't go out anywhere without checking to make sure there is an exit plan. Right. Right? I need to know my surroundings. I'm watching, you know, uh, because I'm looking out for my family. And so that's just a way of life for me because we have so much crazy going on in this world. Right. Right. So I, I don't people get frustrated at me. Women are they they kind of giggle because I don't like to leave women on the parking lot at the church after service. Right. Women are gathered around. They're talking, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, get in your cars, go home, call each other on the phone. I don't want to leave women unattended on the right. parking lot because right. I don't want on my watch and not that it's, it's up to me. I'm not yeah. Superman or anything like that, but I feel better knowing that everyone has left the premises right. I before I leave, unless I have another man, a deacon, a minister, somebody else there. Right. If I'm the last one out, I don't want anybody behind me gotcha. on the parking lot. I mean, female. Yeah, female. I got you. I'm with you. Yeah. And so we have to live our lives this way because stuff is so crazy. Now, I might be that way anyway, (laughs) but I'm even more conscious of it today. Uh, And that's because there is a threat on our existence. And it's coming from it's not it's not birthed out of our community. It's birthed out of Washington. It's birthed out of uh, the political arena because they're the ones who have the broadest uh, spectrum when it comes to getting a message out. Right. So what are you saying across the airwaves? What are you saying across the radio waves? What are you saying across the internet? You know, what does the media say uh, when, they're, when they're quoting you? These are the people that are supposed to be uh, setting laws. We have a breach in the Supreme Court. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the I, highest I court it. in the land had no, a leak. Listen, listen, this is in uh, in context because you got yeah. the wife of of the the judge, you know, a Supreme Court judge. I, they don't count. A riot. They don't count. Yeah, Clarence Thomas and you. You, you talking about Clarence Thomas and his wife? Yeah, yeah. They oh, you talking about the the letter getting out? The yeah. um the 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 um the draft. I got you. The draft of the yeah. Alito's draft getting out. Right. You know, some 100 page, 80 page document. Right. Oops. Really? No, that's straight intentional. Yeah. I think that that is intentional to incite and push push an agenda. They're they're snatching rights up, voting rights, abortion rights. They're they're, they're grabbing more and more control. You know, we're headed more and more to a dictatorship and no one is paying attention. Right. Because we're no not paying attention. attention. We're not paying attention. Not in, I'm not going to say no one. Many people yeah. are missing out, missing right. it. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, with, with <laughs> it's crazy, with such an age of information 
at your fingertips, you would think we would be more informed about what's going on. Um, but I think with the influx of watching a lot of train wrecks and caring about things that don't matter in the long term, you know, we are distracted, distracted, you know, and you, you have not just the news, but just because it's out there. We just it just take digging to find. Um, and and I had to realize, like, it, yeah, it's, it's out there, but you just got to really dig to find it. And it's crazy because I remember, you know, when I think when it started, I remember um, Rachel Maddow kind of brought it up about uh, possibly Roe v. Wade being lost. And, you know, it just she just kind of mentioned it, you know, like we need to be watching. Yeah, they've, they've been talking about it for years. Yeah. We mean, you know, we need to watch this. We need to watch. Yeah. We need to watch. We need to watch, you know, and um, unfortunately, especially in our community, we are more reactive, you know, um, than proactive. You know, we get, we get we get blindsided a lot because we're not, you know, and like like you said, not all of us. <laughs> so many of us <laughs> are not watching. You know, we're not watching. Um, and and trust me, and I'm and listen, I've been blindsided. I'm like, man, where did this come from? You know. Then you're having to do the backstory. Like this started when? <laughs> you know, like yeah, because we we're at home arguing about who's supposed to be taking the garbage out. Right. <laughs> right. 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 That's we're losing time. Yeah, we you are. know. Yeah, we you are. didn't call me back. Why didn't Why? you call me back? Too much drama in the drama. Yeah, in the drama. I mean, you think somebody woke up? I don't know who she spoke to the day of the Buffalo shooting, but a, a, a set. There's a story about a 77 year old woman mm-hmm. named Pearly Young mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Went to the grocery store that day to buy groceries. Now, the backstory of Pearly Young, she's 77 years old. She's a missionary in a church. She works in her community. In fact, on Saturdays, she uh, feeds, she gives food to people in Central Park consistently. That's, That's what she's known for. She's a mother. She's a grandmother. She had a whole life. Like and, and and she was snatched away from her family, snatched away from the people that she she fed, snatched away from her grandchildren. Seventy seven years old, you know, we are thanking God for seventy seven years only to get murdered in cold blood right. while grocery shopping. And I guarantee you, when Pearlie went grocery shopping, she was thinking about the people she was gonna feed. Right. Right. And, and one would ask, you know, people begin to question their faith. What God, why would you let this happen to my grandma? God, my mother was a good person. She fed people. She was on the mission missionary board. Why why would you let this happen to my grandma? And and there's 10 other people that died. Right. And and so the impact of Pearlie dying creates a shift in an entire community in lives. It's going to anger some people. And I mean, like the ripple effect of this thing is just absolutely astounding. The ripple effect right. of senseless killing right. based on race. Right. And, and, and the information that he put, my understanding is the information that he had posted on social media came from the politicians that are talking every day. Right. It's the same talk track. Right. But yet we're saying, you know, you Democrats, you got, you're out of control, you liberal, right. you know, and I'm not claiming no party right. today. But the message is y'all have lost y'all minds. Y'all taking this country backwards. Right. The liberals are taking the country backwards. Hmm. Yeah. I just want you to point me in the direction of those liberals that are out there gunning people down. Right. Right. And you can't call gangsters hood rats in in small inner cities that are killing each other on the street you can't call those liberals 
Right. Sorry, you don't get to do that. Right. You're right. Because in my book, you know, a political affiliation has nothing to do with the color of my skin. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so dope dealers aren't aren't by default Democrats. Right. right. Gangbangers are not by default right. Democrats. Right. I mean, so and, and no, those who, numbers don't count. Who, who, what politicians out there saying you need to slang drugs? Kill the enemy. Well, I'm saying if that's the case, you know, make sure that, you know, Joe Bud and Jethro, who right. after killing their cousins in southeastern Alabama or up there in West Virginia, right. let's let's include those in the in the GOP numbers. Right. Right. You can't do it on one side and not do it on the do other on side. The other. Well, you know, that's that's generally the strategy. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to start no stuff. We just having a conversation. Yes, indeed. I still love the Lord, everybody. <laughs> But it's the truth. I mean, we have to recognize what's what's really happening. And we gotta get a war, man. We gotta comments and got quiet. I think I amazing. You good? <laughs> we need to start paying attention. We need to start paying attention and being you know what's happening around you. Know what's happening locally. And this this ain't. I'm I'm not headed towards the voting thing. This is this is past the voting. This is just being. Knowing what's happening in the community, what's happening around you. But it's really not, man. It's really not. It is voting. The fact that know, because because we, we pay so little attention to it, like if we paid more attention to voting laws and restrictions, okay. gerrymandering couldn't happen. We would have learned our lesson, you know, right before President Obama was elected. Right. We've been ready. Because that's, you know, yeah. I mean, the games were were were. <laughs> They were in full effect. Right. 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 They started immediately. They said, we'll give you eight years because we're going to buy the next 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can handle a black president for eight years because all while he's in office, we're going to rig the system to make sure that we never have to worry about this again. Right. That's the part that you missed. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. But you got to watch, though. I mean. Are we watching? Are we paying attention? Are we aware of what's happening? Or are we too busy? Yeah, you're aware. It just doesn't matter until it hits your house. Right. Right. Yeah. Indeed. I mean, I promote ideas and strategies. I encourage people to vote. I talk about the issues. Right. Right. Whether we're in agreement or not, we have to talk about it. Indeed. Find some common ground. We do. I think we need to have more conversation. We need to have more of those tough conversations. Yeah, but, you know, I, I can't sit around and just have the conversation with the people who agree with me. I need to have oh, a conversation with the people who we don't. Know. You know, I mean, like the people who look like me but don't oh, agree. Oh, I know. 100%. Right? 100%. Because what happens is, well, you ain't talking about nothing. We're not on the same page, so I'm going to just take my toys and go over here where the right. folks accept me. Right. They give me, they pay me more attention than y'all pay me. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. Maybe this show needs to be the space. Get some folks. Yeah, I mean, I want to know where all the, the black folks are that were on the Trump campaign today. The original Trump campaign. Where, where are all them black people today? Right. That's a good question. Seriously. I, like, where, where are they? Right. Because they ain't touting Trump. <laughs> where are all those people? Right. Right. With the MAGA hats. Where are you? Let us know, people. Have you seen them? Have you seen them out there? Um, so, real quick reset. We want to thank you for watching The Brothers of Legacy. Or being a part, watching, and and your wildest love to see uh, where we don't stand out, we stand up. No, we're listening. we are listening intently. <laughs> Make sure you share, tag somebody, um, because these are these are relevant conversations that we need to be having. And and you know, uh, I remember a conversation we had probably like a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, about, you know, kind of like the rebuilding of our community. And, you know, Pastor brought up, you know, sometimes having those tough conversations are, are the, you know, that's the way for us to be really begin to move forward because now we can reach some level of 
understanding, agree to disagree, and see what everybody thinks. Because I, you know, I feel like we don't we don't have open conversations enough. I don't know like what happened. I don't know. I I and I don't know. Like, let me ask you this, Pastor. Um, do you feel like the conversation of politics has that ever been easier? Because I know now it's like incredibly emotionally challenging. Has it always been an emotional challenge in, in your history of dealing with people, even going back as far as the 90s? You know, has it always been an emotional challenge? Or was yes. people more, okay, so people just as willing or not willing <laughs> to have these open conversations? Or... Well, well, think about it. I mean, if it was just about logic, right, right, it wouldn't be such an aggressive and violent conversation. Right. But, right. you, you know, it's emotional for me because I'm fighting for my civil rights. Okay. I'm fighting for the right to get pulled over for speeding right. and keep my life. We're fighting for different things. And it's very emotional for me because I feel like my life is, is under attack. And there's there's evidence of that. Now, compare me to my Caucasian counterpart. He's not concerned about getting pulled over by the police and, and surviving the stop. He's not concerned about that. That's the least of his. He's not concerned about whether or not he's going to get approved for a loan because of the color of his skin. He's not concerned about that. He's not. He doesn't have that condition where uh, he has to be concerned with people clutching their handbags when he walks into a room. He's automatically perceived as a threat. Yes, it's emotional. It attacks my pride. Yes, absolutely. So we're, we're fighting for two different things. And, and then, you know, you got one sector of America that's fighting to maintain control, not fighting to be right and progress forward productively and positively, but fighting just to keep control. Right. So if you're only yeah. fighting to keep control, you're not going to play fair. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, keep America great or make America great again. That's fighting to keep control or reestablish control. That's not fighting for what's right. We, we want balance, fair and equal rights. Somebody else just wants to be able to control the, the whole thing. Right. Right. How can your position be, uh, the fact that interracial relations continues to expand, we're losing white people. Right, right, right. I'm so How that is too. that a position? That was, that was on some Twitter threads too. Right, I, I agree. Like that's, yeah, I've been seeing that. Not, not that you're getting murdered <laughs> by law enforcement. Right. <laughs> but that there's increased diversity right. in the world so we're becoming more and more a blend right. as opposed to broken out categories of races. Right. We're getting to a point where I can't talk about you because I got a little bit of everything in me. Right. <laughs> and y'all mad because you can't stay pure. Right. We need pure white. Going to them. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah. That's a position I'm, in America. Yeah. I've seen that. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was another argument. Now, I know there's also a position of staying black. Yeah. But when I look in the mirror, I'm not sure if I can really have that argument and hold that <laughs> position too strong. All right. Because it look like I got a couple of different things in me. I ain't 100% nothing except human. Right. So I think it's empty rhetoric, but we're setting policy based on that empty rhetoric. That's a problem. And yes, that makes me emotional. Because I don't stand a chance. You're fighting a ghost. I can't. There's no way that I'm going to come into agreement with someone who has made their life decision uh, to hate me because of something that cannot change the color of my skin. Right. Right. You can change your mindset, but think about the level of effort that you have to put in place to get somebody to stop hating you because you're a different color. 
But that's some deep-rooted evil, man. Right. Yeah, and that makes me emotional. Hmm. Makes me angry. Right. It scares me. And if I'm scared, I'm gonna be dukes up at all times. Right. Right. Knowing that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Right. Spiritual wickedness in high places. I know that. But you better not bump me wrong. Greetings. <laughs> hey, Maury. Hey, Mom. You guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she's, she should be getting ready to go. Yes, indeed. Look forward to seeing you. May the Lord bless, protect, and keep you, Mom. Safe travel for you and my brother. Bring y'all safely to Atlanta in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Um, so make sure you share. Sharing is caring. And uh, join our text community that I promise I'll text tomorrow. Uh, text LWN to 84576. Text is anybody LWN feeling this, this narrative, this conversation? Sean, you feeling me? You know what? And I forgot. Listen, if you if you feeling something burning inside that you just can't type it out, uh, click the link, uh, chime in, put it, uh, put it again because some people in YouTube land can't get. Yeah, I know how we are in our culture. We, you know, we a call and response type culture. Right, right. I need a, <laughs> I need a good stuff. I need look. Can I get an amen? Can I get something? something can right. I get a? <laughs> like I hear you. <laughs> something. Preach. I feel you. Give me something. I need a cracker. <laughs> Oh man! So, yeah. All right, so thank you, sure. Lisa. Thank God, Amen. Absolutely, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so click the link if you want to just chime into this conversation, um, and and just tell us how you feel. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, give you a few few minutes, few seconds <laughs> to, to get in. Oh, John Rollins has right. got Sean Rollins got a hangover. Not from drinking. He's got a. Uh, I don't want to put your business in the streets. You just came back from vacation. He got a. He got a. Uh, sunshine and. Uh, South America hangover. Sunshine, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that I don't want to do nothing. Right. <laughs> he just came back from beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, can't name the place. Just call it beautiful. Just beautiful. Right? It's yeah. cold. Where you been, man? Uh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I know where you where you just come back from. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what was you last week? Beautiful. Yeah. That's right. Amazing. So yeah, so you guys chime in. Let us know what you how you feel. How do you feel about the current situations um, going on? And let us know. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. You know, Seriously. we always like to get some other sides. Um, and you may not agree. You may think uh, we, we're totally wrong about our positioning. You know, speak that truth as well, because we all, we all come from, from various backgrounds and different perspectives. And you may see things a little different than we do. Um, so we, we definitely invite you to be on. Um, okay. Yeah. I so think we, we can all agree minutes. that it's crazy. Right. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. God is still God, but there's some crazy stuff going on. Yeah. God, I Amen. trust God. I believe God. There's some crazy yes. stuff going on. Yeah. Believe me. When yes, when the indeed. children of Israel were in Egypt, God was still God. Right. Right. Yes, indeed. Um, all right. So no takers, no takers. Come on now. Somebody want to join in? Chime in. We got about five minutes left before we get out of here. You can jump in, say what you need to say, and be like, you know what? I can't stand you, Pastor. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I saw a video. I saw a video of a a, a driver, Uber. Uh, what's the other one called? Uh, Lyft. Lyft. One of them. Yeah. He was driving for one of them. Yeah. And he's waiting out. So he's got the camera on in his car. Yeah. Yeah. And the passenger gets in, and she says, "The lady says she got a handful of stuff." Oh, a white guy. Right. Isn't that something? Right. He's like, excuse me? She goes, 
was just it was just nice to see a normal person who speaks English. He was like, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, sorry." He was like, "No, uh, that's horrible. Get out of my car." Right. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I did. You saw I think it. You sent it to me. I saw it though. No, yeah. I just I, he put her out of the car. Yeah, I and see. then I, I guess did. her husband would came up behind him was like, "What's uh-huh. going on?" He goes, "Did you hear what she said?" Uh huh. Yes. He's like, "No, nah, I don't need this drive. I don't need this ride. You guys can yeah. go. Get out of my car." And the guy was like, he started cussing him out, yeah. slammed the door, hit the door, and then was he almost and the, the driver almost got out of the car. He said, "Well, I'm right. calling the police on you." Yeah. And he called him an in lover. In lover, right? I was like, "Wow, that just put I was it like, in all perspective. That put it in perspective, right? Right." <laughs> Right, and like, because at first I was like, maybe you know, he might be tripping a little, but when he said that, I was like, oh, he was spot on with kicking them out of the spot car. on. Spot you are not on. getting in my car, and this right. was a white man putting white people out of his car. Right. Yeah. Yep. The white man and I'm saying, if we have more of that, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. When my children are clowning. Yeah. People want to ask, where your mom at? Where your daddy right. at? Right. Come get your children. Right. That's what I'm saying. Come, y'all, come get your people. Right. <laughs> right. They're acting silly. Y'all need to round up. Get, get your people. Get your people in right. order. Get your folks in order. Get your folks in order. Right. They keep telling black folks to get their people in order. Get your, get your, get your folks in order. Get your, get your boys off the street. Right. Right. That's what they've been telling us. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I do. That's the '80s. <laughs> it's Ten o'clock, yeah. or maybe the '90s. I don't know. Right. Oh, um, all right, guys. So we appreciate you guys for rocking and hanging with us. Another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Uh, I don't know. This kind of in in line with a lot of stuff we're talking about. We're gonna dig more into this um, because there's there's a lot. We you know we're all about actionable steps and. Action needs to be taken. I'm gonna just say that. All right. So stay tuned for that. Um, text LWN to 8576. Text LWN 84576. If you are part of here and you're part of our text community already, be sure we're gonna get a you're gonna get a text in a little while. <laughs> but, um, thank you guys again for always being a part, always being supportive. Uh, we have some great things in the works. Uh, rolling into June. Um, so just, just stay prayed up. Um, we're going to definitely need your support in doing so. So continue to follow, continue to follow, continue to share. If you know some brothers, know some sisters that can be a part, you know, that are, that are moving in a direction similar to where we're going, connect them with us. All right. So as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Um, know that we love you. God love you more. Continue to stay safe and do right thing peace as always we love you uh know that god loves you more stay safe thank you guys